Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the Declaration for today, May the 3rd, 2021. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Pei, Emel, and Shin. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the Spirit of Counsel, the Spirit of the Lord, and the Spirit of Might. We also want to pa- uh, honor Pastor Trey Wright at the Gates of Zion here in Mobile, Alabama. The Declaration today reads this, Speaking place of the complete supply, burning from within. You see, the last, uh, yesterday I was over at uh, Rock of Slidell, Louisiana, and I always love going over there to be with Apostle Craig and, and the family that's over there because there's just a, a really close-knit group that Yahweh has put together there. Uh, the people are just absolutely awesome, and I honor each and every one of them greatly. Yesterday while I was there, I began to speak about the place of the Hebrew word for word, which is Debar. And when we talk about the speaking place, we're talking about a place where we're speaking from authority, where we're speaking from the place of how our words have the ability to be able to do something and to be able to create. Many times we don't realize how strong and really how much authority that our words have in all that we do. You know, I remember hearing back years ago and and believed this myself and began to be very, very careful about what I what I said years ago, because I would I would almost self prophesy me getting sick, particularly as it came close to things like flu season and that sort of thing, because I began to realize that I was I was making statements that were preparing just for that and then wondering, oh, wow, there is, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy, if you will, in what I was saying. And I realized that when I stopped doing that, when I stopped speaking those words, that that my life began to change and I didn't get sick as often. I didn't have the issues that I had. And so it began to to start a, a thought process and beginning to realize how strong my words really are. And then as I began to get into the Hebrew living letters, really because Yahweh had called me into this, I wasn't I'll be honest with you guys, I wasn't really looking to, to to have an understanding of the Hebrew living letters, except that one day I was I was studying and Yahweh said, well, I wonder what that would look like if you looked at it from the perspective of the letters. I knew that Hebrew was a pictorial language and I knew that the, the actual letters themselves had pictures that it represented. So I went in and I began to study. And as I did, I began to discover, and I wrote down a sentence about what each one of those living letter letters meant, particularly as it applied to that particular word that I was looking at. And when I did, I got done. I was like, oh my Lord, I could, I could see a deeper understanding of that word. It didn't, it didn't negate anything that I knew about that Hebrew word before that. Matter of fact, it added to it and it took it to a deeper level. And it was about that time that I also began to realize that Yahweh, as he was revealing that to me, was telling me, Daniel, this is you. And so I started looking at these these letters from those perspectives. And I began to realize that just like the Hebrew word for word is debar, one of the Hebrew words for word. And when I look at that, I look at the letters uh, Dalit, Beit, and Resh. Now, I know those aren't the three letters we're honoring today, but we're honoring the speaking place, the pay. And the, the Dalit there talks about a door or a portal 
or an entryway into something. The bait being the place of the house, being the place of communion, and what we receive from that place of communion. You see, it's funny because Gimel, which is the next living letter that we are honoring today, runs back and forth between the bait and the Dalit to bring of the things of that place of intimacy, to bring of those things from the place of the Father, to bring of those those understandings, those revelations that we get as we hear the word of the Lord and as we begin to change because we begin to see him and we become more like him. And we take those things and then we bring them down into the earth and we begin to speak into the earth. And those things begin to form. And you guys have heard me say this before, but I don't care. I'm going to say it again. The scripture that that, that Yahweh has, has written down in saying this, my word goes forth into all the earth and it will not return back void. It will accomplish all that I have set it out to accomplish and the purpose for which I intended it to. Now, the way that that word is fulfilled and sent back to him is because of our mouth, because of our words, because we take his words and we speak him into the earth and then they become because thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There has to be a heaven and earth connection. There has to be a place where Yahweh has said, I have given you the authority. I have placed you here on this earth. I want you You, each and every one of us, I want you to begin to create. I want you to bring the kingdom down here on the earth. I've given you access into the heavenlies. I've given you access into me. I've given you you the place where you can, you and I can look face to face to become what you behold. And then establish that in the earth. But it begins with our mouth. It begins with the speaking place. And many times I know that, that for me, I struggled a lot because there were a lot of times when, when I would look at, okay, I can say those things, but my heart had a place of lack. And I remember years ago when, when uh, I, and I love Kenneth Copeland and Kenneth Hagen and all of those faith guys, because all of those, all those faith speakers began to, to teach me that place of what faith really is. And in, in that, I, I, I began to grow. But there was a, a deeper place inside of me that that even though my words were, were saying something correct, the intent of my heart wasn't quite wasn't quite set up like it like it should have been. In other words, my heart had the intention of poverty and lack. I didn't really see where these things would be coming from. I wasn't resting in the place that I knew that I was in and with him. And Yahweh had to begin to tear down the veils of my flesh and help me to tear down the veils of my flesh that I could see into the treasury rooms of heaven. That's what she's talking about. That's what Michelle's talking about here of the, the speaking place of the complete supply. You see, just recently, Yahweh's taken me into the secret place and he had me sitting on a chair on fire in the midst of the treasury rooms of heaven. Now, the beautiful part about that is that that treasury room of heaven was my treasury room of heaven. Yahweh told me, he said, Daniel, this is yours. I thought it was all the treasury rooms because it was so vast that that I could easily see that six billion people or eight billion people or however many people are on the earth right now could easily, that could be more than enough for all of us. And yet when, when, I, when I asked Yahweh about it, he kind of giggled at me and he said, 
You thought that was everybody's? That is just yours. That belongs to you. Everyone has one of these treasury rooms. And I realized that one of the things that he was asking me to do while I was in there was to think about how would I act or respond if I knew that everything that was there I had access to immediately, all I needed to do was ask his permission. In other words, it was almost as if I had this bank account and this bank account contained all of these things. Now, when I say it this way, please be understanding that that I'm not talking about just with finances. I'm not talking about just with 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 things and 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 properties and that sort of thing. Although those are a part of that. I'm talking about the places of healing, of relationships. The the treasury rooms of heaven are far more than just money and that sort of thing. And so it's in that place that I began to realize, now wait a minute, how would I act or respond if I knew that I had everything in the world? In other words, let me just plain and simply ask a very pointed question. How would you respond if you knew if you knew you were the richest person in the entire world? All you needed to do was just access what you had to be able to complete. The truth is, is Yahweh has given us just that. But there's a maturity and there's a responsibility and there's a protocol that goes along with that. So it's not just so that we could be the most richest person in the world. You see, what what it began to shake up inside of me was this. I began to realize, Yahweh, what is it that you have need of me to do today? What is your word? I want to do what I see you do. If that's to go into business, so be it. If that's to do this other thing over here, so be it. What is your word for me to do today? Because the word for you, the word that you want me to do for today will be the word that I will accomplish. And I will know that all I have to do is ask permission to withdraw and I, uh, from the treasure rooms of heaven and I can complete whatever it is that you need me to do for today. That is the place of us living in the moment of now and living in that place where we begin to do what we see the Father do.